the last word on business. With Fitzgerald Power, run your SME with reliable, efficient and personalised accounting services. Fitzgeraldpower.ie Lorcan Allen from the Business Post is with us this evening. We've just been talking about Taylor Swift and the concerts that are going to be on next year. And reference was made to the continuing controversy over high hotel prices at that time next year. But I understand that it's been calculated that in May, Dublin hotel room rates hit their highest ever level, Lorcan. Yeah, that's right, Matt. New figures released today by CBRE, the property agency, will do little to quell the anger um, that you just referenced there in relation to the concerts and and that many consumers feel towards the hotel industry right now. uh, you know, with hotel prices in the capital city uh, as they hit a new record high in May this year. The research by CBRE found that the average cost of a hotel room in Dublin during May stood at €209, Euro, which was up 3.5% on the previous record for prices set last September. Uh, and, and on a year-to-date basis, CBRE says that the average cost of a hotel room in Dublin uh, is about €170 Euros per night. And as you mentioned, there's growing scrutiny of the prices being charged by the hotel sex. Uh, hotel sector, especially given that it still enjoys a special VAT rate of just 9%, which is lobbied very hard for the government to, to retain that back in March. Um, now, there's no question that costs have increased for hotels around labour, electricity and food. But if you look at the profits made by Delata, for example, which is the listed hotel company that owns the Maldron and Clayton Hotels, that, that business made a record profits of more than €100 million Euros for the first half of this year. So, clearly the industry um, is enjoying Enjoying very healthy returns right now despite higher costs. So that means the pressure is going to come on again when it comes to the budget in October as to whether that reduced fat rate should be extended. But the restaurant sector will say they're not having as good as the hotels. And you will also find smaller hotels, not part of those bigger chains, that would say that they needed to stay competitive. Well, that's it. I mean, and within every sector, there's always some that are doing, you know, there's no coherent uh, that everyone is doing the same. So there is gaps in, but, you know, the figures that are, are coming out do show that, like, I mean, it is very, very strong demand out there. And as well as that, hotels maybe that are in less busy regions are very busy with the helping to address the Ukrainian uh, accommodation crisis as well. So, you know, it's been, there's a lot of money flowing into the hotel sector right now, be it from the government or from consumers paying more for hotel prices. Um, I, I do think it's one that will be continue to be in the spotlight until we start to see maybe some easing in the pricing. Now, I don't know if this can be referred to as extra money, but what additional money did the revenue get last year in settlements from businesses and individual taxpayers? Yeah, that's right. New figures released today under FOI show that the revenue commissioners made close to 55,000 tax settlements last year with companies and private individuals for a total uh, of just over 780 million euros. Uh, The figures show revenue settled just over 35,000 cases with Irish businesses uh, for a total of 665 million euro, which broadly translate to an average tax settlement of around 19,000 euros. And on top of this, then revenue settled more than 15,000 cases with individual tax 
taxpayers for a total of €103 million, suggesting an average tax settlement of around €6,000 each. Um, I suppose the other interesting thing to come out from the new figures by revenue was the scale of some of the largest tax settlements uh, it made last year. According to the figures, the value of the top 20 unpublished settlements uh, from last year was €418 million, which is an average settlement of almost €21 million each. So that's very significant. Wow. Uh, Tell us about the CIE accounts and the problems in the pension fund for its employees past and present. Yeah, CIE is a semi-state company very well known to most people. Uh, it operates Bus Air and Dublin Bus and Irish Rail. It released its annual report today, which showed it continues to face very serious financial challenges. The group made an operating loss of just over €4 million Euros on the back of a 15% increase in revenues to just under €1.5 billion. Euros. But the biggest problem for the, the organisation is its pension scheme, specifically a very large defined benefit pension scheme it operates for retired staff at the uh, end of 2022, the deficit in the group's defined benefit pension scheme, it more than halved last year, but it still stood at an eye-watering 400 million euros. Um, Now, CIE have been working for a number of years with trade unions in a bid to try and overhaul this pension scheme, uh, which is obviously a big financial risk to its future viability. Uh, Trade unions did accept a series of recommendations from the Labour court to overhaul the pension scheme, but CIE said today those changes haven't actually been implemented due to concerns around the pension board. And in an interview with the Irish Times today, Lorcan O'Connor, the chief executive of CIE, said that hard decisions were going to have to be made if the semi-state company was going to sort out its financial challenges. Um, And he said, you know, there's currently a cloud hanging over the group's future. Okay, something we probably haven't mentioned before, mergers and acquisitions activity is a sign, isn't it, of how strong an economy is, how much trade is going on. Would the figures for the first half of the year, would these suggest that things are slowing in the Irish economy? Yeah, that's right. New figures released today show a very significant slowdown in the amount of deals activity in the Irish market for the first half of this year. With interest rates going up and, you know, a much gloomier economic outlook at the start of the year, the level of M&A activity um, with Irish involvement on one side of a deal or another plummeted almost 75% last year for the first six months, or sorry, for the first six months of 2023 to around 5.4 billion euros. Um, and the volume of deals... The volume of deals, the number of deals fell less sharply in the period. They dropped 26% year on year, which to just under 260 deals completed. So, so what does that tell us? It suggests to me that there was far fewer mega deals completed during the year, but that acquisitions of SMEs and smaller firms continued to be strong. So, um, that's an interesting development. And, and, um, you know, I, I think some of the maybe bigger deals that are riskier are the ones that have dried up. Thank you very much for that. Lorcan Allen, business editor at the Business Post. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today.